Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Oh my god. Can you fucking believe it? Girl, we've been talking about this for how long now? Well, it took us two hours to figure this shit out, but (laughs) (laughs) But we're here. And I'm just so happy to finally get this together. People people are living and they are ready for us along. I guess for me. I live so privately because I'm super private. So I think like nobody give a shit about my shit. (laughs) But it's a work in progress. For sure. And we all are. That's the whole point. Hallelujah. Moves, metamorphosing out of despair. So, Alana, let's just talk about how did we meet? How did this all happen? So, I met Ativa at Gap. And mind you, I moved uh, to New York in 2015. Um, I came from Mobile, Alabama, so excuse the accent, okay? Um, but yeah, so we met at Gap. Um, I had came to Gap maybe like in the summer of 2015. And when I tell you, it's been all laughs, like on the floor in the but, break and I was, room. I think like, we were both so surprised that we actually flipped because you're a Pisces and I'm a Libra. And normally, I really don't fuck with Libras. So no. I'm so surprised no, same here. how we click. I told you the same thing. Well, you know what? Really, Pisces women. Okay. Well, that's one of the discussions. Okay. Yes. Okay. And so, and ever since then, we always said that, oh my God, we should do a podcast. Maybe like two years ago, we were like, yeah, we should do a podcast. I wanted to do cetera, something but... meaningful and I wanted to do something impactful and really inspire people to kind of be better thems. I feel like we got a lot of Trump-like people. Ooh. And not to say that people are like Trump, but more so like people really chase after empires instead of gaining empathy Ooh. for others. So they don't really grow mm. personally because you feel the pressure, you know, to establish yourself, to chase after a career. And so you might be a complete asshole. Yes. And meanwhile, you got a six-figure job. And like, what is that about? Like, yeah. who, whose life are you touching? And, really? no, and I just always feel like I'm always talking shit. And so I just... <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 any moment to talk shit. Right. You know, yeah. Funny every now and then. And so I just thought that... And, I'm, and I think I'm real as well. And so I just felt like coming on a podcast, people can listen. And then also, too, I think in 2021, this is just the just do it year. Girl, I'm turning 30 this year. Really? This is my Nike year. I'm just doing it. And okay, y'all, backstory. So we were trying out Clubhouse, and this is how full circle this shit runs. Like, we was just gonna try it out. Like, I haven't been on it really. I was just listening to a couple of things and I instantly got overwhelmed. So I'm like, Ativa, let's try it to kind of see if like we can kind of gain some type of following or whatever and try to like precursor our podcast, you know, thing there. Well, Somebody hopped on and that somebody was a friend of mine that I met on the plane and she was just showing us the ropes on Clubhouse and like just showing us like all of what we were doing. And then we were saying like, well, the reason we got on here is because really like ultimately like we plan on doing the podcast. She was like, oh, well, just do that. 
Like, just do it. Yes. We got off the phone. We was like, okay, hold on. <laughs> that was fucking scary. We got to yeah. we gotta do this shit. Yeah. And I think, and also you have to have a good person um, who can kind of push you and say, let's just do it and let's get it done. And holding each other accountable. And this is really good because Alana is also, was, is also, was also in the radio in the radio industry. So he's so good with all of this stuff. Because I don't know what's going on. Absolutely. And we have to get out of our own way. Now, it really be us. It'd be our own mm-hmm. little subconscious mm-hmm. uh-huh. little voice saying like, uh, maybe this, uh, maybe mm-hmm. that, maybe we should wait. So that's why we are here today. And so we just hope that you guys rock with us for as long as this carries. us. You could probably take from my story, take from Ativa's story and really like grow with us. How did we get the name? So I think when we got off a clubhouse, did you tell me? Like what did what you want? I want you know people to be inspired, kind of like in a Yala Van Zandt meets like millennial, you know, troubles that we go through, things that we talk about that wasn't so heavy pop culture, but very much like in tune with yeah. just our day to day. Yeah, and I think we got off the phone, and I was just like, okay, it has to stick, be short and catchy. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, mood. Yeah, did I you did. Mood? You sent mood. Yeah. Mood. And then I'm like, oh, of, and it was shit. supposed to be metamorphosing out of darkness. I, I just said, darkness seemed like I'm going to slip my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I was like, yeah, that sounds a little too, like, you know, gloomy. Yeah. But despair was more aspirational. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, despair, because there have been times where I lost hope. Yeah. You- <laughs> And so then he said, metamorphosing out of despair. I said, I loved it. And then he added a whole mood. Yeah. And I think that this is the time where we are just trying to see the light. Keep pushing forward. Coming from a pandemic, which was also very trying. And, so. and one thing to be true, we have a story that is yet to be told. You guys, for us to get to know you guys and you guys to get to know us, we have a couple of questions that we're going to ask to kind of like break the ice. So, Atifa, you want to start with um, question one? Okay. Mm. Question one is, how do I sabotage myself? Whoa. Now. (laughs) That's deep. No, it's really. Okay. So, how do you sabotage yourself? Well, I think there's a couple of things. So, I am very much a loner. And so a lot of times um, when I'm going through times of despair, um, I could push people away or I could reject help when I need it most. Um, And that could be a form of self-sabotage because it's kind of like if if God or, you know, whoever you believe, if he's sending you somebody to help you or be with you in that season when you need it. And you're so hard on yourself or you feeling sorry for yourself Mm -hmm. and you feel like you're not worthy of help Mm -hmm. or you feel like, you know, you too proud to receive or ask for help. Mm-hmm. then that could be a detriment to you. I, I sabotage by, I, like I said earlier, by procrastinating and by automatically thinking that I cannot do something without trying. I think that's the biggest, like, for instance, this podcast, I was I was like, this is a great idea. I thought about the commitment. I thought about how to get everything together. And I immediately just shut it off, but I'll give it a try. Yeah. And I think, I've, I think a whole lot of us done that before we can even 
actually trying to do something. So definitely sabotage. That's how I just fucking procrastinated, bitch. Just get the fuck up and do it and stop doing this shit. Yeah. You know, I think about, I think about Coach Carter, that scene when they're in the fucking gym at the end mm-hmm. and um, Samuel Jackson come in mm-hmm. and they do that poem, Our Deepest Fear. It's not that we are inadequate, but that we are powerful beyond measure. Mm. And that is like my mantra. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We are so afraid to even see our possibilities because of, possi- because of possible failure. I'm going to ask you this. Like, what things do you procrastinate most? Any little thing. I will wait. Uh, is it like your dreams? Is it like everyday things? It can be everything. It can be everyday things. Um, It can be, except for my, except for my, my bills. I have a very, I have, because of my childhood trauma, I get very anxious when it comes to um, finances and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so that's the only thing I will not um, procrastinate on, but it can be. Yeah, like planning a lesson for my, for what you call like getting my lessons together, which I've gotten much better in my third year. I have gotten better with being on top of that aspect, but other stuff, sleeping until the last, last minute, bitch, get the fuck up and take a shower. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit like that. Stupid shit. Yeah. What's my biggest dream? My biggest dream is to... Um, put together a BET award show. I told you about this years ago. Okay. You probably forgot. I did. Entitled um, Black Boys Are Excellent. No, I remember this. Okay, yes. now I remember. Yeah. Yeah, that is my biggest dream. So, guys, a couple of years ago, me and my friend Keith, we had finished watching the BET Awards. I think it was 2017 or 2018. I think it was 2017. And I was like, we should have an award, to, uh, an award show to uplift our Black boys. And I was like, we need to have that on TV because we have Black Girls Rock and we have Essence Magazine to uplift Black women. We have Ebony Magazine, but we don't have anything to uplift our Black boys. And I think that's, I think that's the, the, it's not balanced when it comes to that. Yeah. So pitching a show to BET, having them pick it up and finance it would be my dream. Yours? My dream, ultimately, really, um, it's to really, truly be an inspiration. I kind of get emotional oh because I could do so many things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know I'm multifaceted and I know I'm very confident in the things that I do. I do recognize that I hold myself back at times and I have my own journey in doing that. But what I, I mean, what really gets me going is being an inspiration. I have nephews, I have nieces that really look up to me because... I go after exactly what I want. Like me moving up here by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but like nobody in my family prior to me ever really, they never really did that. I made a decision for myself to say, no, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to shoot for the stars. Oh, wow, that is so beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you better go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> next one. What are my personal gifts? Alon, what are your personal gifts? My personal gifts um i'm very super artistic okay so i write songs my pen is crazy oh ask about i didn't didn't know i didn't know that yeah so you write music okay what else are your other personal gifts graphic design i mean i did our cover art um and then also like honestly because of my experience I'm probably like, I can crown myself as the best multitasker. I am. Oh, amazing. Working in radio, like in a big city like New York and working for all four stations within my cluster, like 
and having 20 people under you. You better me, work it out. With it. You better work it out. Okay. My personal guess. You have to ask my exes. Oh, 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 shit. See, this that Jill Scott energy right here. I see, this is what I live for. This is what I live for, first. You got to ask her. You remind me of that video. Because when I saw the video, I thought of Ativa. Meanwhile, I didn't recognize that Ativa is the one posting the video. I was like, she giving the whole mic fellatio on stage. No, but no, but she was teaching people. She was teaching the children. She was teaching the children. Okay, because y'all say y'all think I'm up here burning incense and shit. I'm, that's what y'all think I am as Jill Scott. I'm out here actually. Okay, so my other personal, my other personal gift. Um, I think I have really good intuition. I really have really good intuition in reading people. Mm-hmm. Is another one. I think I'm I'm always pretty accurate when it comes to reading people. I have to share that one with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, another personal gift. Um. Oh, you know what? I think I'm a really good teacher, and not just with school but i think with anything if i have to teach you something i really take pride in breaking steps down so that's another thing that's i think amazing. i'm really good in and um i think honestly just being loving amen for nurturing no, i really do think i'm a, i'm going to nurturing people Nurture. no i really do yeah i really do one on this titty one on that titty. all right three words that best okay. describe you <laughs> indecisive Libra. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, definitely look at me at it. No, indecis- indecisive, loving. Once again, I do think so. Oh, um, diplomatic. I love that. Very fair. Yeah. Me, I would say creative, dynamic. Okay. <laughs> I receive it. Um, <laughs> um, and I always trip on this third one. I would have to say chill. Honestly. Yeah, I came into my house or or going. On the moon, and he was just so subtle and chill. <laughs> but it's a really calming energy. Yeah, I'm like a ninja for real. No, like people be trying to get a rise out of me. They be trying to like I, I'm not easily moved. But you know what? I'm surprised because Pisces can um Pisces are once again they're women. Mm-hmm. So what's your experience? Oh my God, my um trigger will trigger you to pop off on them i feel like scorpios are the pop-offs of the water signs they are ready to fight is it pisces cancer and and scorpios are water signs yeah i have to stay away from pisces women (laughs) and then they're extra sensitive oh wow so you want to cuss me out bitch and then cry river neck find out their moon sign yes yeah what make oh this is a really good one yeah what make you feel motivated inspired excited i don't like to be confined in any capacity if i could like mold it and form it into my own whatever it may be whether it be a job whether it be a project then to me that motivates me to push forward and really like custom make it into my own thing because i have to be me regardless okay Um, Interesting. Yeah. What makes you excited? I told you, I am so chill. It is hard to get me moves. But okay. one thing I can say, I'm a music head, music freak. Uh-huh. So when I hear like a good album. Yes. Uh, what makes me feel motivated is being around uh, motivating people. 
um, people who are like life coaches or public speaker, motivational speakers and stuff like that, that is very motivating mm. to me. Definitely. What makes me feel inspired um, or even excited? What makes me feel excited is a gospel song or inspired, I should say. Nice. Yeah, definitely. In what ways is my self-acceptance conditional? or dependent upon validation of others or specific accomplishments. So you want me to like... Make it <laughs> So how do you determine your self-worth? Is it is it dependent solely upon how somebody else accepts you? Or is it dependent on an accomplishment? Maybe you got a good job that pays well, so now you feel like you got to gas yourself up. Like, oh, okay, you know okay. what I'm saying? So... How do how does your self acceptance show up for you? Um, so I definitely want to say within the last three years, my self acceptance have come solely from myself, and I can say that honestly, and also from my getting into my dream field of just education. That's where it comes from. I would I would definitely say years prior to that, um. Yeah, my self acceptance definitely came from men. Oh wow! Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. In you what bitch, way? You know. <laughs> In what way? Um, they, just honestly having the attention, getting attention from them. Yeah. And what does that look like? Attention. Okay. Um, I'm loving. You better go ahead, Ayala. Okay. So, <laughs> um, definitely sexual. Okay. Like what age range was this when you were in that phase? Definitely like from high school. Okay. So up to like up to like 25. Because unfortunately as young girls and as young brown and black girls, um I don't believe that we are I don't know if we are really um taught how to, what it means to accept yourself and love yourself. Yeah. At such a young age and how to accept your flaws and move with it and carry it. What I could say, and this might get y'all way shook it, like just the background of me. Um, I wasn't raised by my mom or my dad. Your mom and dad living in the Bronx, New York, all the way up until when you have to go to preschool and they don't want you to go to school in New York. So and- I didn't know your parents lived here. My okay. mom is from Mobile. My dad is from Man in South Carolina. They met up here. So they lived up here like in the 70s, New York in the 90s, better yet the 80s, even prior to it wasn't safe. Right. Right. It was. And so if they felt like if I could be safe in a more suburban and knowing her maternal side of the family, if that's going to work, she would rather me be there. That's how they were thinking about it. Now, all of a sudden, like you at your grandma's house in Mobile, Alabama, and you trying to figure out like, well, what what's happening? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a sudden shift. And then there's going to be feelings of like, why didn't I get chosen to stay there? But growing up, like you look for validation in others. And I promise you when that first happened, like I cried every day mm. at four. Really? I cried every day. I cried every day. So I, I definitely empathize with you. <laughs> yeah. Because my, my grandmother raised me. Mm-hmm. And even to this day, my mother and I have deep issues. My mother does not see the loving, laughing Ativa. She she sees a very bitchy, a very rigid Ativa. 
Um, I started living with my grandmother because my mother, she had two of us by 23. My brother was older than me. And so honestly, she chose hanging out, going to the clubs. I adored my mother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when she when she would, you know, like hang out and go to the clubs and like leave me and my brother in the apartment by ourselves, like, you know, as a young girl, you really don't understand the impact of that or, or the implications of that. You don't leave a young girl under the age of five with a boy. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You just never know. Yeah. What's the age gap between? It's six years. Okay. It's six years. That's significant. But I do think that she's doing a better job with my little sister. Than she did with me and my brother. My that's brother good. That's growth. Yeah. At least she's displaying it in that. Yo, y'all, this is only the first freaking episode and we're already going there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sure. You know what I'm saying? Baby. Episode one. You know, wow, that was heavy. The fuck? Okay. No, that was really heavy already. Oh, guys. So listen, we here. Okay. <laughs> we're going to be here, I think, every week. We gonna, yeah, we no. Give you guys Episode every week. We're yeah. going to really be on it. Yeah. Yes. No, every week, definitely. Um, Go ahead and you can definitely follow our IG page, A Whole Mood Podcast. <laughs> You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.